Welcome to this episode of Bonus Barrel. With me today is Seiji. Hello. Just Seiji. Marshall uh, is dying. Well, he's sick. So he's sick. He's, he will probably be with us in a couple episodes from now. I'm Rob. And today we're talking about news for the last few days, some Seiji pickups. We're going to break the backlog. And what the hell are we hyped about? So let's start with some news. What do you have? Last what episode, I think it was episode three, I was hyped about an announcement from Square Enix. They were calling it Project Z, and it was their teaser image was just a Z with some crystals in the background, some foliage. It looked like it was underwater, or no, it looked like it was in a cave or something. It wasn't quite clear. So Marshall and I, uh, he forced me to speculate, and I went with Threads of Fate, uh, Z, and he said uh, Vagrant Story Z. We were both wrong. It's actually a sequel to Splunky. Now, Splunky is based off of an 1983 video game called Splunker, developed by Tim Martin and in micrographic image with a platform game similar to Pitfall or The Curse of Rock. Mm-hmm. And Splunky, just for those who don't know, uh, was an indie action-adventure game created by Derek Yu and released as freeware for Microsoft Windows. It was remade for the Xbox 360, with ports to the PS3, Vita, and then back to Windows. The player controls Splunker, who explores a series of caves while collecting treasure, saving damsels, and dodging traps. The first public release was on December 21st, 2008, and I have not played it. So let me give you some some context to my excitement. Uh-huh. I love Square Enix, no matter what. I still do, for some reason. I got really into gaming. So I played games growing up, but it wasn't until the late 90s when I really got into gaming and, and considered it like a viable career path and and to motivate me. Final Fantasy VII and Pokemon at the same time, but mostly VII were my first big games that like sucked me up into gaming. Over time, my hype for Enix, Square Enix, would went up, 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 past FF10, FF6, and I played 11 too. I said 6, I mean 12. Um, so my hype would grow. And then they announced 13, my hype was still up there, and it started to go down lower. I like 13. I like 13 too, and, and I haven't played 3, but I'm going to. But every year, like, my hype for their games have been getting lesser and lesser. But, you know, but regardless of that, I saw Project Z, Z, and I was like, I was a little hopeful. Then I was sad. Um, <laughs> I don't have any attachment to Splunky or Splunker, so this news, and I know there's fans out there, I have friends who like the game, so that's great for them. But I was hoping for something cool and not like a mobile random cheap FF cash grabbing that they, they do very often lately. So that's my feelings on Splunky. Have you played any of those? I have played Splunky. Okay. It's a good game. Is it? It's a good indie game. So the, the, the other day, or in several occasions, you've mentioned that you are very against like digital content and things like that. And that's fair from a collector's point of view. But you see... I'm not against it in theory. I know that I'm being a gaming hipster by not wanting to to prefer owning physical games. So I know it's it's kind of like how I always tease you about hating all cutscenes. I don't hate all digital games. It's just I feel like I have all these physical games sitting there and I want to play them first. Mm-hmm. So and I just feel more of like an ownership to them. That's where that's that's where it lies. Mm-hmm. Please continue. <laughs> now what what I was going to say is that in order for a game to be released physically it has to be like a big game or it has to have some sort of a strong financial backup. Like Walking Dead. Right. Or, or whatever, like Barbie games, right? Okay. And they got released to the market because they, they have some chance, or at least the, the people that put the money for, they think they have a chance to sell, right? In right. that mass market. But you see, there are a lot of indie games that are great, that are just by themselves are great, mm-hmm. and are done basically sometimes without any kind of, Budget. I'm gonna talk talk to you about my favorite game of all time. All right, let's hear it. Well, my favorite game of all time is Wind Waker. <laughs> Zelda Wind Waker. That's an indie but, game, right? But I always say that I have a, a huge conflict in my head, right? Okay. I have two favorite games of all time, but okay. for very very different reasons. Like Wind Waker, I think it's it's perfect or whatever. That's that's something. But <laughs> Cave Story, yes. I think it's it's such a beautiful game. It's made with. With a lot of love. It has a great opening. It was song. done by one guy. Okay. In five years or, or... Everything was done by him? Yeah. Including the music? One guy. Music. I love art, the music in that game. Programming. And, and it's not like one of those games that... Hey, it was done by a 
by two guys in Unity or in, uh, <laughs> no, it's it, this this guy like did all of it, right? Okay. He coded stuff. He coded its own tools and all that. Wow, that is that's he, he was in college when he started, and he by the time he finished, he was already a, a software developer in some company. Okay, it's a Japanese guy. It's, oh, I didn't know that. Um, he's he goes by the name of Pixel. Okay, right. So Cave Story, it's, it's beautiful. Like that. And, and never got a... I think it eventually got a, a physical release. for the 3DS. But I think it's a Cave Story 3D or something like that. It's yeah. Not the original it's version. Cave Story Plus or something, wasn't it? The Cave Story Plus is a Steam... I, I have it okay. on Steam. And it's a really good version of it. It's still very faithful. Uh, but with HD graphics. Let's right. Call it like that. But okay. 3D is just this thing that I... I haven't played it, but it looks terrible. Okay. Because <laughs> the game is so charming because of the graphics. I do like the, the pixel decor- retro look. Yeah. Anyway, what 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 was my point? <laughs> oh, I you can tell me. Well, my point was <laughs> that if you only restrict yourself on playing games that are physical, yeah, then you kind of a bunch of indie games that are really really good, and and that's a bit of a little bit sad. It's but. true, and I say that I won't play it, but I mean, we're we're gonna do an episode on Life is Strange soon. Uh-huh. The digital only game I bought and played that, so uh-huh. clearly I'm not. But it, the game has to really like latch onto me to to force me out of that. I don't know. I I I I will play more digital games, especially with the, for the show because I know there's many games you're gonna want to talk about that are digital only, and I will play them. Especially in the games. In the games are are I think they deserve being played. Some they, of they them, do. not they all of them, but them. Well, yeah. some of them. Yeah. Well, Xbox the, Live uh, uh-huh. uh, Marketplace will definitely argue as a good argument against indie games yeah. if, you, if you needed to have one. And they usually don't get released physically. So there, there is a good example of of digital games that started out digital only. I, I mentioned it a few minutes ago. Walking Dead. Uh, I pl- I bought and played through the first season digitally, and I, I, they came out physically. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy it physically, and then buy season two physically, and just play through them. But but you know. I don't regret the digital purchase. Uh, I'm kind of okay with buying both, to be honest. Like, when Life is Strange is fully released, uh, I'll probably buy it physically just, just mm-hmm. to have it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I gotta play I gotta play more of those digital games, but, but they have to be short, because if they're gonna be long, yeah. I, I, I know I want to sit on my console. So, continuing with, with the with the news, but I'm, I, I have to do a little bit of break, just to tell you a okay. short story. Let's about, the story. So, you know how... Smash Brothers was released uh, in November. I've heard of Smash so. Brothers. The, yes, the uh, puzzle game, right? Yeah. Nintendo characters. It's, it's a puzzle game. You put the with... Amiibos on and you play as the Amiibos. Yes. Okay, That's cool. the one. I'm with you. I was hyped. Like, initially I wasn't, but then I kind of became... I, I, I got transformed into this, like, Smash... You do play a lot. Yeah, I, I, so I, I do play I a lot. I like Smash in, like, a month now. And the reason is because I like a good story, right? Ha! But you hate cutscenes. Yeah, but bear with me. <laughs> so the story is not so much about the game itself. Okay. Or, or, or the story that the game tells you, but the story around the game. So your you see, story. Hmm? Is it your story? No, it's a game. It's, it's a story about the game development. Okay, okay. That's and cool. it's a story about the Smash community. Yeah. That I didn't, that's fair. I didn't know about it. So, well, some time ago, I, when I was in university, I... I, I well... Let's go even further back, right? Jeez. So when I played the, the the first Smash Brothers in '64, it was just a game. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Then the GameCube version yeah. was released. I bought it. I played it. I liked it a lot. I didn't know that there was a whole community of people that actually went to tournaments, you know, and play Smash Melee and Smash '64. I didn't know that. God, it was so so. Like it, I was shocked. I don't want to forget this, so don't forget. I have a small story regarding my first experience with Smash Community, mm-hmm. and it was only like two years ago. It's it's a short one. Just let me know when you're ready, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this this little story of how I learned about the Smash Community. Uh-huh. I don't want to forget. I have this friend in in, in Mexico. Okay. Well, right now he lives in California. His name's oh he he goes by the name of Dukes, <laughs> and it's not Can actually. Can the name? Oh yeah, he 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 did he did because <laughs> because he's that good. Okay, yeah. awesome. And. <laughs> And he is really into Smash. Okay. He went tournaments and all that. Was I never actually. Fighting? No, no, I didn't. I never went to to a tournament, but I knew about tournaments and stuff like that. And he, competitive competitive play through this guy. He wasn't invited to the special Smash tournament that last year, was he? Remember the one they had? Was it during E three? I think it was during E three. They had that like, oh, Smash invitation. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that oh, later. Oh, okay, right. right. Yeah, cool. we're, we're, we're we're getting there. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. Well, so he's a badass. 
another Smash got released, and it, I, I skipped that because Brawl? I skipped, I skipped the, the that whole generation. I never played that game. You know, Brawl has Brawl's the game that everybody loves the story mode because of all the cutscenes. <laughs> That's the <laughs> one that you don't play. <laughs> yeah. So November twenty fourteen, Smash got gets released, right? Yeah. I kind of started like googling about it and things like that, and I found a documentary. It's called Smash Brothers. Oh really? Yeah, and I it, know about that. it's on YouTube. It's like five episodes, but they are crammed together into just one video, and it's okay. like five hours. Oh, and it's great. Well, I liked it because it's about people. It's a story about the top players in, of Smash Melee and Smash Sixty Four, and, and then eventually Smash Brawl. Mm-hmm. Through many many years, uh, like ten years or something like that, and you get to know the. The players as characters. Oh, okay, right? all right. So you get to know about Ken and how dominant he was at the beginning of of, of the community. Is there drums? Drum? <laughs> is there drama? Is there drama in 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 the, in the story of these? Is it like a reality show? Where <laughs> not so much. It, it, there is drama. Okay, it's very really interesting. People kind of like the drama. Yeah, there's I this, like it a little bit. There's this thing about East Coast and West Coast. And, right. and, well, anyway, yeah. so through that documentary, I get I got to know like top players and, right. and and a little bit of the the jargon that they use, right? And how no, this thing is really really impressive. When you see these guys play, are really really. Impressive. I've read a little bit about the weird like, like you mentioned the terms, and I, I recall I can't I don't know off the top of my head, but I know I remember hearing a few like weird terms that a casual person, a player like me. Never even thought of, heard about, or anything mm-hmm. like trip falling or something. I know I just used it wrong, and yeah. the one Smash Pro player listening to us right now hates me for not knowing it. But. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. <laughs> well, I'll just skip what I was going to say because I want to continue with this anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so was it at E3 that they did the I Smash think it was Invitational? E3. Yeah, I feel like it was. So there was this tournament called the Smash Invitational. Yeah, I watched it live. It was one of them. I don't watch sports. I don't watch yeah. esports much, but man. Watching that, I was pumped shit the entire time. I was like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. So, a bunch of the players that were there were actually professional Smash players. Right? How you, so, is that their job? You say professional? That's their job. They win actual money. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Like, thousands of dollars. Especially for for Melee, which is the, the biggest community yeah. by far. So, the guy who won that tournament goes by the name of Zero. He's from Chile. Okay. And so, he, he won the tournament and never heard of it. But what was he playing as? Do you remember who he won as? What was his character? I don't remember. I feel like it was Zero Suit Samus, but I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. I was just curious. I I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, he won against Hungry Box, and Hungry Box is one of like the top players. Hungry Box in in, in melee, I cool. think. All right. Uh, anyway, so that's how I know about competitive Smash and in the actual like people. Right. right I know right. who Armada is, and I know who Ken and Ishai and Mango and all of those guys. Right. One day, Seiji will be in part of that list. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, this weekend, this yep. past weekend, Apex happened. That's a thing. That's a thing. Apex is one of the biggest uh, tournaments. Of, well, there's a bunch of games that they play during this event, right? right. But, but for the Smash community, important one is Smash. They they they, they held tournaments for Smash 64, Smash Melee, Brawl, and Wii U. So is this, is this like for the people out there? who don't know about Apex, certainly not me, of course, I know what you're talking about. For all those people out there who don't know, what, what, overall, what is, is it like Evo kind of thing? Is it just fighting games or is it like a bigger convention? It's a, it's a community gathering okay. and they, they, they hold tournaments a for, for Persona and oh, oh, right, the, uh, other, other yeah. fighting games, uh, Street okay. Fighter. So it is, it is kind of like the whole Evo fighting thing then. Yeah, it's kind of like cool. that. That's cool. Right, mm-hmm. right on with, I'm with you. And the prices are big and all that, right? So, uh, the winners for the biggest community by far, and, and the one that gives them more money is is, is Mealy. To give you an example, I think he won something like seven thousand dollars for first first prize. Not bad for a weekend's uh, competition, I would say. Yeah. Uh huh. So the guy is called PPMD, <laughs> or they call him Doctor P. Doctor PP. Uh-huh. All right, that's good. And he won against a Swedish player called Armada. That's a cooler name. Yeah. Yes, I... Really good. Uh, surprisingly, Mango didn't do too well, which is uh, arguably one of the, the best players of all time, something mm. like that. But anyway, the important thing here is that the Wii version was won by Zero. Okay. The guy who won the Smash Invitational. So that served as a sort of validation, right? And he was using Diddy Kong. Now, Diddy Kong... I hear he's broken. People say he's broken. That's what I heard. And that's my extent of my knowledge in that. Uh, and he won against a guy not, uh, known as The Buzz. 
he was using Olimar. And I saw the match, and it was really cool. Because Olimar is a really defensive, or, or this guy, the boss, using the Olimar is very defensive, and, the, and Diddy is super offensive. So in, in the end, it was, it was interesting to watch the offensive guy win, because sometimes the guy who stalled, the guy who's more tricky and more defensive wins. But yeah, that was, that was cool. The news is... All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, wait, guy, I tell my story. Wait, wait, wait. All so right. this guy wins, right? Okay. And people were, were, there was a combination of cheering and booing and all sorts Gotta of nastiness. Yeah. yeah. The problem was that the community right now is, is split. There's, there's the, the biggest community, which is merely more competitive, bigger, with more history, yeah. more prestige. And they don't, they don't, they don't want to know anything about the other Smash. They're conservatives. Yeah, and they, they considered the other games like inferior and okay. the players who play that inferior. So they were booing. So the guys who it's were mature. booing, they were booing at, at, at Wii U and, and, or the Smash Wii U. Fuck the game. Wii U. Yeah. And the guys who were cheering were cheering because that part of the tournament was finally over. Oh. So the, <laughs> so they were waiting. They were just there waiting for the Wii U finals. To be over, so they see, can start the the melee, the melee one. So that's lame. That was kind of lame. Why 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 infight? Why can't both exist? Yeah, and this guy Zero uh released like a, a letter saying that we are a community, we're all smashers, and we should support each other. Yeah, of blah, course blah, blah, you blah. should. That's silly. But it's really interesting because there's this whole community mm. that revolves around a game that oh, and Nintendo was a uh, uh, sponsor. Oh, of. that's good. So in the past, Nintendo wouldn't recognize like this, and and they would. Do All they right. collect the tears every once so that Iwata <laughs> could drink the tears and regain his youth? I know. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's it. So my real quick, this is not a major story, not nothing exciting, but I was in college a couple of years ago, and there was a little Smash Brothers get together upstairs. Mm-hmm. Someone in one of the other classes uh, courses wanted to put a little Smash tournament, and me, I had no, I had no idea what the Smash community. Uh, I played Brawl, I liked the game, but I mostly played single player, I played them on a couple times. I was like, oh, that sounds fun, that, I'll go upstairs and, and I'll play it. So <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch, waiting for people to set things up, and there's these two or three guys, and they're just talking, they all have their, their GameCube controllers with them, and they're all talking about all these technical terms, and tiers, and ranking systems, and, and certain moves, and I'm like, what are, they, what are they talking about? Who are these people? What What's their deal? And then... I didn't, I didn't play it very long. I got owned, but these people were like, I was, I remember being shocked at how hardcore they were. And I'm, I didn't even know that that thing existed. And it was, that was my awakening. And how did you fare in the tournament? I didn't do well. Okay. So this is, <laughs> so, okay. So what, what, what character did you use? I think I used Bowser because I like Bowser. Uh-oh. And, and this is funny because I don't, you weren't a part of episode three and four. And I, and since you don't support me, Marshall, you probably didn't listen to them. Those are not canon. <laughs> yeah, they're bread and they're they're out of, they're out of spin-off. <laughs> okay. Well, in episode three, I told the story about how I played in the Mortal Kombat 3 tournament and lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. And now the next time I tell a story about a tournament that I'm in, I lost like the first round. So I, I seem to be, uh, that's going to be my, like, I'm the loser. I, I can't win in tournaments. And so what I, character did you lose against? I don't remember. I, I don't, I just remember, here's, I remember like wanting to get out of there. I'm like, I can't compete with these people. Who are these people? What are they talking about? Why are they so into this? I had to, I had to leave. I, it was too much for me. <laughs> and I, I, I went downstairs and went back to doing schoolwork. And, and I, I never picked up Brawl since. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> moving on, I guess. Uh, this, this part, this is part of the new segment, but it's not new specifically. But February is a big month for games, and I just want—I have a list of some of the games I picked out, and you may have some to add. And game-related figurines. Yes, we can, we can talk about that too. We will talk about the game releases, then we'll segue into Amiibos because Seiji must talk about Amiibos. What, are, what what's Amiibo now? Uh, amiibo, ama, Amiibo, um, Amiibo, Amigos, am, Amiibo. We are Amigos. Amigo, yeah, sure, we are. Uh, <laughs> the little figurines you, you load into Smash and play as them. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> games that are coming out this month are Evolve for the PS4, Windows, and Xbox One, Game of Thrones Episode Two for the same system. Wait, what? Game of Thrones episode two, the, the TV show. You didn't know about the Telltale games? Oh, I'm, okay. Oh, okay. Well, no, I thought that Game of Thrones was starting. I thought that, that was oh, until I April. Wish. Yeah, I love Game of Thrones. I just, I just got into watching the season. Yeah. We won't go on too much. Game of Thrones. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the Telltale games 
episode two. I've not played episode one, but I am either going to wait till they come out together, or I might just go ahead and play them. So those Telltale games, those are like the the these are the interactive movie games. You would not like these games. We will see. We will, we will, we will see. I have some on my Steam account. You get try, and then well, I'd love to do an episode on Telltale games. Also coming out is Monster Hunter Four for the 3DS, Majora's Mask for the 3DS. This next one took me by surprise, as I don't pay attention to many fighters, but Dead or Alive 5 Last re- last Round is coming out for the PS4, Xbox One, PS3, and 360. Kirby and the Rainbow Curse for the Wii U. The Order 1886 for the PS4, which I am going to get. Dragon Ball Xenoverse, which I will definitely be getting. That one's for the PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and PC. So you'll notice a trend that if it's not Nintendo, then it's not coming out on Nintendo. And if it's Nintendo, of course it's on Nintendo. This next one, this next one's a little weird. I can't say it. It's H-T-O-L hashtag N-I-Q the Firefly Diary for the Vita. I picked this out because I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I'm getting it when we talk a little about collector's editions a little bit later. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2, episode 1. And finally, Pokemon Shuffle for the 3DS. And those are the games I picked for this month. I am going to get for sure Majora's Mask. Uh, I'm going to get, probably going to get Kirby, definitely getting The Order, definitely getting Dragon Ball the Universe, getting the Firefly Diary, and probably, I think Pokemon Shuffle might be free, so. Mm. Those are the ones I'm getting this month. What about you? You get any of those? Any of those excite you? Are you titillated by any of those? Majora's. Yes. Because I'm in the middle of playing every Zelda game. Would you I say haven't that, played Majora's. Would you say that uh, Kid Link in Majora's Mask is Majorable? <laughs> <laughs> that was a legitimate laugh. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Because I haven't played it. Right. <laughs> and, to us. and Kirby in the Rainbow Curse. Definitely. I'm really hyped. You, it almost seems to me like you like Nintendo games a little bit more than other games. Do I? I think you... What's the term? It starts with an F something fun boy? Fantastic? Fan... fan fanboy. And almost like you're a, a fanboy of Nintendo. Like I like fans? Yes. Exactly. Uh, so those are the games. What do you what do you think? Good month. I think it's a good month for games actually. For February, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's great. I don't remember last February being this good. What came out last year? Lightning Returns came out around that time. I still have it sealed. Someday I will play it. So yeah, that's about it for those. I just wanted to mention what's coming out and, and uh, you know, anybody listening out there, you know, what what is, what are you looking forward to? Let us know. I would like to read it. You know, Facebook, Twitter, yeah. whatever. One of the social media websites. Yeah, tell us. So, quick Amiibo update, and then we'll segue into what you want to talk about with Amiibos as well. Just a little, so we can't go an episode without mentioning them. Bandai Namco Games have revealed how Amiibo will be integrated with the upcoming Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy Plus. I got this from uh, GameSpot. So, this game's going to be released on February 13th for the 3DS. In February 13th. Yeah, so that's another February release. I, I but the just, thing is, the, the normal 3DS... It's not yet compatible. Right, with so the new 3DS, which is out on the 13th as well, mm-hmm. will be compatible with the Amiibos. Although they are going to bring, I think, an, uh, like an adapter or something. That you'll yeah, that has be. been announced in Japan. Yeah, so, th- so you'll be able to scan your Amiibo on the new Nintendo 3DS XL to unlock exclusive aircraft skins that are tied to each Amiibo play character. There's a little bit more to that. I thought that was it, which I think is lame, to be honest with you, but I don't like those types of games. But in addition to unlocking the skins, the Amiibo character will also set the parameter settings for the aircraft. So, for example, the Mario Amiibo will be tied to the F-22 in aircraft with a well-balanced air and ground attacks. And uh, confirmed characters who can be used in the game are Mario, Bowser, Captain Falcon, Pac-Man, who's not out, and Samus. So it's kind of... I don't want to say neat. I, okay, it's an airplane game. So what What other... I mean, the fact that there's Amiibo functionality at all is surprising to me and kind of cool. I like the idea that not, even though you get the skins, it affects the stats. That's kind of neat. So could, could you read again the, the name of the game? Yes. It is Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy Plus. <laughs> so <laughs> needs more words in there. No, but even if it's longer or short, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't say anything to me. Ace, it's just Ace like, Combat is, is like a pretty old series. It's been around for a while. Yeah, but I don't know about it, right? And I wouldn't play it. But I the only it reason I know you. about this game is because it's compatible with Amiibo. So I guess... That's okay. The plus adds to it. Because mm-hmm. it's plus. In the legacy something. So, so, okay, you don't know much about this game. So what does, what's it tell you? Ace Combat. So that, that just tells you that they're, whatever it is, there's combat in the game and they're very good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assault Horizon. That's some words. Legacy plus. 
So you're not impressed with the name? No. What would you give this title based only on the name? What would you rate a five? What would you rank this game's title? A solid sixty-five. Wait, I don't. Okay. Out of I said five. Out of blue. <laughs> so you're coming down strong on your opinions of scores. I don't know. <laughs> I had to you, play. You had some amiibo news, right? Uh, well, there are many amiibos being released mm. around the states, but you see, hurts me for for our for people who live in Canada. Yes, for people who live in where we live at in Canada. Yeah, it's, it's been worse. really difficult to get some amiibos, right? Yes. What is Shulk? It, it sounds like it's something I'd want, but I, I've never seen one. Does it even exist? They, what, what's a Rosalina? <laughs> Does she exist? So, yeah, Rosalina. So, Rosalina in, in, in the United States. Yeah. In, in Originally in Canada, was what was to be an exclusive of Target. Right. Now Target. Which we discussed in the spinoff episode that you don't count as canon. Target is closing, right? So Rosalina yeah. is now available in all the stores. That's supposed but to be true. But not at the same time. It's really strange. She's available in none of the stores and all the stores. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah, yeah it's really strange. Paradox. So I remember which, which day it was, uh, Thursday or Wednesday, I don't know. They mm-hmm. now, uh, um, Future Shop announced they were going to release, not release, but put on, put on their website Rosalina for pre-order or for order or whatever. Oh. But at, at, at midnight Pacific time, Okay, so which is 4 a.m. time. So I get up, put my alarm, get up. Right? You're hardcore. I'm checking. I, I respect that. I'm checking Reddit. Yeah. You know, the Amiibo Canada Hunters channel. And I'm like <laughs> F5 like crazy, right? I'm right. updating page. 4 a.m. comes. And 4 a.m. go. And no Amiibo. You have Rosalina right now, right? No, I don't have it. I, I, I no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Anyway. Yeah. So no link. So what would you do? I mean, if you had to look for something... In a web page. What well, do you okay, do? so my first response is at 4 a.m. I go to futureshop.ca. Uh-huh. I type in Rosalina Amiibo. Uh-huh. That's what I do. I hit enter. Enter. Then I get angry when I don't see it. That's Correct. That's my response. Okay, so imagine me doing that for an hour. Okay, I can right. see that. Yeah, I can, so bang, angrier bang, bang. as you go. And it's not just me, because I'm, I'm reading the Reddit. There's a Reddit thread. Right. So you took time from your refreshing to read Reddit. That's risky. Man. I was doing both things, <laughs> because, because either I... I I would get the hit, or someone would put it in. Was your wife up with you also hunting amiibos? No, but <laughs> she she was asking in between dreams, like, did, did you get it? Did you get it already? Right, like, right. No, I <laughs> link to it. So, and so at around four fifty or something like that. Yeah. Somebody posts the 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 actual link to it. Mm-hmm. Silly me, I don't click on the link. I go back to the page, look for the amiibo. search it again. And I search it again. <laughs> it's not there. And I was, that cannot be. a liar. Be. So I go back to Reddit. Yeah. I hit the link and it, there it is. And it was available for pre-order. You must have felt like the, I got a million dollars. I hit the button, put her in my cart. Yeah. You're, you're, you're there at the finish line. Go to checkout. Cross it. Sold out. You stripped and did not finish the race. So according to the people who did get Rosalina, mm-hmm. there were about a hundred. For all Canada. Isn't that... Okay, that's, fu- that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, and that's just a rumor, right? So, I don't know. Maybe right. maybe less. And it, it, it sold out like in 20 seconds. This is going... It's insane at this point. I don't understand. I can't... I, I can't even wrap my mind around this. Why? Okay, this shouldn't be this much of a shortage. It shouldn't be this limited. I mean... Okay, Nintendo yes. knows there's a demand. And and the scalping is just out of control, and I hate. I hate. Like, at first, I was annoyed by it, and now I I despise it. I, I it makes me so angry to see it. But the only reason I actually feel good about getting the rare ones is because they're okay, rare. Right? It can be rare, but not to like a hundred in Canada on FutureShop.ca. Like, what is the reason you, you you haven't bought a a Yoshi amiibo? Oh, because it's so common. Yeah, I know. yeah, I know. It's there. You know, it's there. It's, it's, it's going true. to be there. A little bit of rareness is nice, but. But it should be rare where, like, maybe it's 30 bucks online. That's that's double the price. That's rare enough that it's like, oh, I don't want to pay twice, but I will for it. But when we start seeing 60 to 100, like, Rosalie's like 100 bucks on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. And it, I mean, I feel like, especially where we're at, we don't have a chance of, of getting them. Because they're, cause they're and, up and, for, like, 15 seconds. And, and Yeah, and they're not even North American ones. Yeah, and of course it feels good if you get it. But if I were to get Rosalina and you and say our friend Richard didn't get it, that would still be a bummer. 
I, I don't want to be like, oh, I got these over you. You know, so that kind of sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, but, but when you like look at my collection of amiibos and vice versa, because you have ones I don't want, you're like, Pit, little Mac. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't want to have the, like, I want you to have them too. Uh huh. Yeah, I understand. But that. I, but I do, I do like the fact that, like, we can recognize, like, oh, that's cool. That was hard to get. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Pitt and Little Mac weren't hard to get. Like, I just games. pre-ordered them. Like an old boxed game. Okay, an old, yeah, that's something, yeah, alright. Like that, right? It's confusing because. But, but this, these things are new. Right? I don't like the sculpting. Okay, yeah, it's rare. That's one thing that sucks in a way. But when you have people who buy out, like, all of them, one shot just to sell them, like, doesn't that irritate you at all? Because they're not little, for collecting. They're just a little bit. to make a buck. A little bit, but you can do with your property wherever you want. Of the problem course, is, but the problem is not the sculptors, it's the, the offer is too low. The demand is too high, right? Yeah, so, so that comes back to the first part about Nintendo not making enough. Yeah. I feel like they're making a little bit too little of some. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, it doesn't even benefit, does it benefit them? No. Them? They don't. None of the Amiibos are special edition. These are normal Well, there's amiibos. a silver and gold Mario one. That just out. got announced yesterday. That well, better be Club Nintendo rewards. Man, but those are special editions. I know. That's going to be So insane. imagine that. If they're not Club Nintendo rewards, I'm anyway. really not happy. We have probably talked about Amiibos too much. People are going to hate us or love us. I think people listen to this to... Their hopes is that we talk about Amiibos. You well, think, that's, you think that's, it's all about Amiibos? Yeah. I mean, if I was listening to the show, I was like, why are they are they not talking about when Amiibos? When I watch old episodes of Seinfeld, I, I often find myself thinking, why isn't Jerry talking about the Amiibo craze? Yeah. And it's like, what's I the know. deal with Amiibos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So the last, I get two more news things. Do you have any other news things you want to talk about too? No, no okay. more news. So this one's for Shiggles. What's uh, Shiggles? Shit and giggles. Shits and giggles. Shiggles, oh. right? Um, <laughs> crystal covered PS4 hits eBay. This is from GameSpot. And they report, we've seen a golden PlayStation 4 console before, but now comes a system decked out with thousands of Swarovski crystals. The console, one of the rare 20th anniversary edition models, is up for auction on eBay right now for the UK seller Crystal Batik. Uh, after two bids, the system has reached 1200 bucks. I got a picture for you. So you can see this thing. I actually hate it. I think it looks stupid. But that's that's what it looks like. I know. I feel too. It's, but, but, uh, yeah. So that's a thing. This is weird. The gold, the gold one is alright, but I, I, this is like a fan one if you, if you think about it technically, right? Sony didn't release that. It was some specific company. Yeah. 1200 bucks. Would you would you buy a Nintendo covered in crystal shells? No. Nope. How about covered in uh, seashells? No. Okay. So you are you you're pro, you're not pro unlicensed fan modifications to consoles. As I said, you can do with your property whatever you right. I don't care. I just thought it was kind of funny. That's why I mentioned it. People who want to go see it, I'll, I'll link a description or whatever. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's funny to look. at It, it. is pretty funny. Yeah. So that was just a little fun thing. The last thing I, I brought for news is just that Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Mortal Kombat X Collectors with a K, edition revealed, and it's kind of cool. I know someone who who ordered it, and I have an image for you to take a look at, and of course I will link it to the description. Comes with what looks like amiibo. It's clearly not. It's a little statue of Scorpion, mm-hmm. and you get some other stuff. I, I bring this up not to really talk about that specifically, but just collectors editions in general. What? How do you feel about collectors editions? Do you like them? Sometimes. I don't know. I feel like I love them. But to go back to the beginning, I mentioned uh, H2L, NIQ, Firefly, Fairy, Chronicles, the Vita game that was in the list of games coming out in February. I bought that game because it, I just saw a collector's edition for like 30 bucks on NIS America. Came with a little art book, disc and stuff. I'm like, well, I have to have this. I, don't know the, I didn't even hear about the game. I don't know shit about it. I'll talk about it when I get it. But I bought it because the collector's edition was affordable and I like collector's edition. I like the box... I like the store them on the shelf. It looks so good. I have the Persona Q Collector's Edition. I'm getting the Orders Collector's Edition. Mm-hmm. I just think they're cool. I don't know. I thought I would talk about Collector's Editions and see your opinion on them. Sometimes. Well, you see, if, if if it's something that I really, really want, I'd rather have the Collector's Edition. Mario but you see, Party 10. Exactly. Why are you buying that Collector's Edition? Could it be something packaged in it specifically? There's an Amiibo. An amiibo. Yeah, and and that's something curious. So, all so there are 
two series currently of Amiibos. There's a Super Smash Bros. series, yes. and there's a Super Mario series. Right. Yes. So, from all this Super Mario series, the only one that is not available or pre-ordered is Mario. It's Mario. Yeah. But you can pre-order Mario Party Those 10 bastards. with they the Mario Amiibo, so they know what... Yeah, of course. But... Uh, I fell for it. Yeah, me too. I pre-ordered it. Well, I probably would have anyways, but that was like that was like the push over the edge. Like, now I have to get it. But yeah, so collector's editions can be pretty fun, and I think I'm curious to what people's favorite ones are. Or, you know, you don't have any favorites off the top of your head, I guess. I guess my recent favorite would be Persona Q's collectors. It was really cool. Mm. What do you got? Got anything for collectors? No. I guess your future favorite will be the one with the Amiibo. You see, I I, re- I just recently started getting oh, right. physical Cause, cause stuff. Before you weren't really collecting games as much, and now you've become uh-huh. a game a game man. Yeah, and speaking of that, mm-hmm. so did I mention that I I think I did about getting all the physical releases for the Wii U? Yes, I think in episode one you mentioned that that was yeah. one. So I got a bunch of games. So about the Wii U games that I got. Yes, what did you get recently? You got a nice little pile there, I gotta say. So I got some pretty unknown. Rare games, <laughs> some uh, obscure ones, and yeah. some really famous ones. Of course. So I'll start with the... What do you want? Let's get the famous ones out of the way. Famous Everybody ones. Okay, so you're going to be excited about this. All right, I'm pumped. Rapala Pro, Bay, Pro Bass Fishing. Now, that's a collector's edition. Or not collector's edition, but that's a collector's title. Like, people are killing other people to get Rapala's... What is it? Pro Bass Fishing? fishing. Yeah. Look at that. Fish. Sealed. Oh, never open that. You could send your future children through college. I'm that. never going to open it. And, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I don't want to play it. You're going to you're going to download that online or like on like the Wii Wii U network to play that, right? So much. <laughs> What's your favorite fish? The bass. Bass. The right? fish. Yeah. yeah. So I got that <laughs> from eBay. Yeah. For like seven bucks. It's a good like deal. For good deal. It's on thirty bucks on Toys R Us. So, so have for you... some reason, really. Yeah, weird. Have you made a list of all the Wii U games? Are Not you, yet. You got it. You have to do it, and then we have to know well, what you're missing. Right now, my my, my list are, are the games that I see on the retailer section of video games, because most of them I don't have them, so I just started. So anyway, I have that, and I have 007 Legends. Okay. Pretty. The N64 high profile was, game was a uh, is like a considered a classic. People love the N64 Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. I think I watched on Game Trailers, there's a show called uh, The First Fifteen, which is done by a gentleman, Kyle Bossman. Really hilarious guy. I recommend the show. And I, I think that they actually played a PS3 version of that game, or the Xbox 360 version of that game. And it didn't look good to me. But I'm pretty sure it was that game. So maybe that's a port. It likely is. Yeah, I I, I think so. It's a multi-platform game. Also, I got it for cheap, like for $10 or something that's, from that's eBay. That's pretty cheap. Um... Yeah. What's the other classic you got? Ninja Gaiden 3. All sarcasm aside, that Razor's is actually Edge. a good game. I got this for something like 13 bucks on EB Games. I beat you. I got it for 10 bucks at Target once on sale. Nice. Uh, okay. I, haven't, I haven't played it either. Currently, like, for 40 bucks at Toys R Us. Really? Another retailer. Yeah, well. well, they don't really... The That game is known for being ridiculously hard. So maybe someday we should try and get past the first level. When I first got my Wii U, I got the Zelda edition. Oh so, really? Do you uh-huh. still have the Wii that Wii U? Yeah, that's awesome. But you don't you have it downloaded then the Wind Waker. So it comes with with Wind Waker, but with a pre-installed. with a code. Boom. So you download it. I was okay with it. Yeah, I played it. It's still there, so it's, it's convenient. You have it. But I want a copy of it. That's awesome. Right. So I got this. It was ten dollars off uh, Amazon. Okay. Oh, that's great. So I couldn't resist. That. Wind Waker so, for the Wii U. I have that HD. as well. Right, the HD version is great. This is a, ver- a better version. It's not only HD; it's uh, it has some really neat features. I haven't played. Okay, I played the original one when it came out. I got through most of the game, and then I lost the save file. I haven't picked up, so I'm thinking of replaying it at some point. But you would think the HD version would actually be a better version. It's it's a better version. That's good. Oh, I, I have it as well. I and like with it. the gamepad, like uh, the gamepad gets a lot of. I like the gamepad. It's, com- it. it's comfortable. I th- I find. Yeah, I love unless it. it's broken like Marshall's. Then you would not like it as much. <laughs> oh, Marshall. Okay. Only was here to defend himself. And the other game that I got is not like rare, but it's right. not so common. It's you, you, super common on other systems. Yes, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs by Ubisoft. Or Ubisoft. Yes. Big, lots of hype for that game last year. Lots of hype. I played and beat that game. But it's a game that kind of arrived, mm-hmm. but didn't make a splash. It right? was an enjoyable game. 
I played for like 15 hours. I, okay, so I don't like open world games that with that setting very much. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I like, I don't really, usually open world games I don't like too much because I find that there's too much to do and I get lost. I'm a hypocrite because I love Dragon Age Inquisition. But anyways, so I don't like, I don't like Grand Theft Auto very much. I know, I know they're beloved and, and it's like one of the most highest selling games and, and all that jazz. But I don't like them very much. But I did like that game enough because it was a, there was a, a tinge of, I don't want to say sci-fi, but like futurism. Is that a word? Well, it is for this conversation. There's a, t- there's a little bit of uh, futurism to that game. The hacking, being like scanning people's phone. Something that could actually happen, but I don't think we're quite there yet. But I've found that mechanic a lot of fun. The story was, was, it was pretty, it wasn't too intense, but I, I liked the game. I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, I got it for the PS4. I've never seen a Wii U copy yet. I know they exist clearly, but yeah. So you're saying is. that's a little bit more rare than than the I, alternatives. I, I, I haven't seen it on any big store. I don't think I've seen it either. But I, to yeah. be fair, I'm not looking for it. I mean, EB Games probably has it. But. Yeah. So it was like twenty dollars off in Amazon. So uh-huh. I bought it. I was eventually going to get it, but I, I do want to play it. And one of the reasons is because I think this is this was the only game last year that was like actual multi-platform between, for the Wii between the current gen. Games, not 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 a game that was released on PS3, mm. Xbox 360, and Wii U, but a Wii game that U was PS4, nothing. Xbox, and Wii U. That those games are are very rare. You're Especially right. because sports games like uh, like FIFA and all those are not being released on Wii. They are being released on Wii. We have yeah. what? Seriously? Mm-hmm. That's really weird. Well, a hundred million weeks. Why do people so. hate? Uh, well, we know why. There's not enough. It's kind of weird because. The Xbox, like last on the spinoff episode, episode three, we talked a little bit about console sales, and as of January, about mid-January, the Wii had sold nine point two million. The Xbox was about either eight point five or nine point one million, very close, and the PS4 was around eighteen point five million. So the Wii U and the Xbox are pretty close in terms of install base, except of course the Xbox had a Wii U had a, a year head start, so it's not nearly looking as good. It, it's kind of sad that they're not getting like. There's games that are being released on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. that could could run on the the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U is yeah, it's nowhere, it's not PS4 or Xbox level, but it's still it's still better than a, like a PS3 or Xbox. There's no reason like why they couldn't be on on that. It's, it's a little. I mean, it's not too frustrating to me, me personally as a Wii U owner because I have the other consoles. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't want to have the other consoles or or you know can't afford them because they're not cheap, that sucks that they can't play them. But the general understanding is that. People who own a Wii U also have either an X. It's the side system. Yeah, it's the side system. So, so why would you get that the 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 inferior version of the game? It's kind of true. Like, so that's kind of the general understanding. I have both, as I said. Mm -hmm. I bought it for the PS4 for that reason. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of it's worth noting that the first party Nintendo stuff, to me, doesn't seem any any more last gen than anything else currently out right now. Just because of the way the way they do their stuff, it's so stylized. And holds together so well. It doesn't look last gen, quote. It looks it looks on par with most other stuff I find. But yeah, when it comes to Watch Dogs, for example, I'm I'm willing to bet that the Wii version is not going to look as good as the PS4, or the Xbox version, or the PC. The PC one blows them all in the water if you're going to go buy graphics only. Mm-hmm. PC generally beats out all the rest if you have a good computer. PC games are hard. Are so hard because you have to have a good computer. Yeah, and that's really expensive. Although it's there. getting more affordable. Not okay because we're already we we always go on tangents. But that's okay. It's part of the fun. The Steam Box isn't that supposed to be outish next year or this year? I have Do you no know idea. much about it. No, it's like the Steam Home Console, but console's not right. The quite word. It's like a custom PC built for gaming or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I want, I'm curious if that'll change anything. If that'll be a game changer, as they say. I don't know. Steam well, is pretty big. Steam is big. I like Steam. Yeah, Steam's good. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with Steam. So another pickup for for last month mm-hmm. or this month, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, before this episode. Recently. Yes. Yeah. Uh it's a it's a book. A book? What this is a show about games, Seiji. What are you talking about? It's books? a book about games. Are you trying to educate our show? So I recently uh finished reading Console Wars by Is Blake, that one of those books too? Blake J. Harris. Yeah. It's about the story about the battle between Sega and Nintendo in the early pretty exciting story, especially if you're yeah. from our age group. And I I really wanted to know that, that story and not only what happened because we all know what happened, but yes. why that happened. Sega won. <laughs> and now we're playing playing Sega U. <laughs> <laughs> but why that happened and it's a really really excellent book that we should talk about it 
in a different episode. We should. How many, um, out of 10 pixels, how many pixels would give that book? 11. Holy shit, that's a lot of pixels. Yes. <laughs> not many pixels at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, I got hooked about I'm, games. I'm gonna buy that book. About games about, uh, uh I mean, Books about games. Okay. And you got another game, one. In game history, because there's a lot of books, like the, the one that you hear about, that recommend actual games and talk yeah. about actual games. Yeah. But this, these two books talk about developers and executives and decisions made right. around, around game. This new game is called Mas- Masters of Doom. Mm-hmm. About, uh, John Carmack and John Romero. Okay. The developers of, well, they founded ID Software. And the developers and of Doom and Quake. Got a blurb about Doom? The share of the world? What were you, you know? Have you played Doom? Oh, what yeah. is it? What is Doom? So Doom is one of the first first play, first person shooters yep. out there. I think it's not the first. Probably not. But it's definitely one of the pioneers. But I think it was the biggest one. Supernova in, Arc 3D for the SNES was the biggest that's a pretty one. big one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ABGM did a whole episode on he that. He did. So I'm pretty interested. You have to let us know how it is because yeah. I, I, I look at that, that cover and I'm like, eh. But that's because I don't like Doom very much. Mm-hmm. But you like you like the history of, of stuff, so I'm interested to hear about that from you. Would you uh, watch a cutscene about the development history of games? <laughs> <laughs> You're in a movie. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, so that's good. I remember the first time I played Doom. It was so unlike everything that I played before. You you would have been okay. You're 30 like me, right? Mm-hmm. So it came out what 93? That sound right? Yeah, maybe later. I don't know. Early 90s. So you would have been like. Like 10-ish, mm-hmm. maybe 11 when you played it? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all about it later uh, when, I, when I talk about this book, when okay. I finish it. But yeah, Doom, uh, like I don't enjoy if uh, first-person shooters as, as much as other types of games. Yeah. But I definitely like them, and Doom is a really big one. In terms of the history, yeah, absolutely. Of video well, games, right? There was some controversy with that, right? Yeah. We should save some of that for when you read it, so you can tell us all about Doom. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's cool that you got that book. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I, I'm interested in hearing about their their story from you, as told by Seiji, as told by that book. All right, next segment, we're breaking the backlog. This is your first time with the breaking the backlog segment because you weren't there for the spinoff official episodes. This is the, the segment where we talk about a game that we're currently playing or are had just beaten. Or are on the verge of beating, or what have you, or you know something along in that vein. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Yes. Tell us about it. What are you playing? What have you played? What are you beating? As you might know, mm-hmm. a new Legend of Zelda is going to be released this uh, this year. Hopefully, by the end of the year. Like Mar- Marshall and I have a wager. He said oh, yeah. that he it's going to be delayed, and I said Nintendo cannot afford delaying Zelda, so it's going to be. He said it's going to be lame or late. Delayed. Delayed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Nintendo. They don't care. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's going to be released. I hope so. This year. I made a challenge for myself, and I challenged Marshall too. Okay. And, but I don't know if he's following. To play every single, every single Zelda game, except the, the CDI ones. Ha! <laughs> they're, they're legitimate Zeldas. Because I, because I love Zelda. It's but the cutscenes, right? That's what turned you off from those Zelda games. <laughs> I always come back to cut- <laughs> I love the Zelda games, so I recently finished Skyward Sword, uh-huh. Twilight Princess. Damn. Just, Two days ago. We're doing an episode on Twilight Princess coming up. Yeah. And I'm currently in Oracle of Season. Those are I just started. Good. I started yesterday. Are you going to play Ages as well for completion? They're different games. I suppose you have to then. Oh, they're different. Okay. It's not like Pokemon. That it's like the no, same game. No, they're different stories and stuff. Okay. Uh, they kind of combine together at the end. Then I'll ha- I guess I'll have to. You'll have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are good, by the way. I- I've only played one of them, but it is good. That's great. Man, that's like... I don't know. I kind of... I- part of me wants to be like, I want to jump in on that and do two, but... I, have, I don't know if I really want, that's a lot of Zelda games, and I don't know if I can beat that many in one year while still doing all the other games I want to play. Mm-hmm. But I am playing Twilight Princess right now for the episode, and I plan to beat it. Okay. So that so those are the ones you've beat so far. Give me a, okay, we're going to have an episode on Twilight Princess, so what do you think of Skyward Sword real quick? Well, it was my first 3D Zelda in a while. Okay. Well, I finished Wind Waker HD fairly recently. Right. When I, when I got my Wii U last year. It looks horrible. You think but, it looks horrible? Wait. Oh, but only because it's... I have to go into Wii mode, and it's all cropped and pixelated, right? But the art style is beautiful. Yeah, it, I it's love one the of direction of it. It's one of the best looking Zelda, except for Wind Waker, which is perfect. But and then Twilight Princess, I mean, Twilight Princess looks, it's terrible. Um, Skyward Sword looks really good. It's, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I couldn't understand, couldn't wrap my hand, my head around it. Like the fact that every time you get a, a, a blue rupee, or whatever, it goes into, 
into this mode where it's explaining to you what is a blue it's ruby and how you feel about it. Every time you reset <laughs> the game, it, it stops the game. And okay, let's <laughs> so stupid. Let's it for the Zelda discussion. Yeah, okay. Because I have opinions on that too, but we could go on yeah. and on. I liked it. I liked uh, Skyward Sword. It's oh. a good game. It's not a perfect game. But it's a good game. No, I, I like to have beat it, but I have played about halfway through. Mm-hmm. It's a story. The, yeah, it's. I think it's one of the better mm-hmm. stories. It's worth noting. Okay, I'll try to do this as quick as possible. There is an. Have you ever familiar with the Dolphin Emulator? Uh, yes. So I GameCube emulator. Right, it's a GameCube emulator, and it upreses, or at least it upscales. It makes Wii games look so much better. I don't download games. I don't at all. I don't really download ROMs or emulators or anything at all anymore. That's not important. I played. I went through hell to be able to play my copy that I own of Xenoblade on the Dolphin emulator about two years ago. And honestly, the difference the difference was really really noticeable between that and on the Wii console. And I can imagine that Skyward Sword would look really good yeah. played on PC. But it's it's such a long for me. It was such a long process to be able to rip the copy of Xenoblade off the disc and get it to play on 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 uh, my computer and stuff. I don't think I'd go through it again. But but it did look it looked great. I, I don't know. I just. For anyone, I guess anyone who's wanted to, he's probably already done it. But but the, it's, it's it's interesting just to see how it renders on a computer with the same game, but but on different hardware, it just looks better. Because the Wii's not a really strong system, not not nowadays, or even when it came out, really. But yeah, it's it's just it's. An, I, I recommend people look at the difference in screenshots so they get a chance because it's pretty it's pretty significant. So the game for me. That I'm, I'm currently break. Actually, I, it's, it's broken out of the backlog because I beat it. Sin and Punishment, Star Successor for the Wii. I've been on a little bit of a Wii kick lately. I actually hadn't played many Wii games in like two years. So recently I've been going through a lot of them. That's a rail shooter, a 3D, uh, rail shooter. It's pure fun. That's how I would describe it until, until the end. And, uh, it's a crazy sci-fi setting. I might want to do an episode on it sometime. Yeah, you're just, it's an over the top game. You're, you're, you're going to this crazy post-apocalyptic Japan, fighting monsters and gods and music gets you pumped. It's, it's crazy, fast paced. For a Wii game, it looks really, really good. The, the settings are impressive. So I beat it last week and the last boss. So the whole game, I think, takes maybe six, seven hours if you're good. But I spent four hours in the last two bosses because I couldn't beat them because I'm not, I lose in tournaments during the first round. Mm-hmm. So that shows you how good I am at, at those types of games, I guess. But I, uh, yeah, it took me about four hours to beat the last two bosses, and I was angry. Megan fell asleep during that, so she didn't get to hear my rage. But I was so mad. But when I beat it, man, I felt good. Beating those last two bosses, I was, like, elated. I was so pumped. But, yeah, I do recommend that game. I recommend it to you. I mean, I have it. You can borrow it sometime. Awesome. I recommend buying it. It's, it's available and cheap, actually. It's, like... I got a brand new for twenty bucks. Uh-huh. I love the game. Yeah, that, that's that's what that's out of my backlog uh, and into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the last the last segment we have here is what the hell are you hyped for? What do you got? Oh, well, apart from Amiibos. <laughs> you love Amiibos. Let's, let's I hate Amiibos. Let's I hate amiibos. them. They're dead. Amiibos are dead. So. I hate them, and I hate myself for for wanting them. No, you embrace them. Kirby and the Rainbow uh, Curse. For the Wii U? Yes. Yeah, it looks cool. It has a cool art style. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm really happy for it. I haven't been giving it much thought, because the same month, Dragon Ball Universe, again, everyone by now knows I'm a Dragon Ball fanboy, which will be very evident by the next episode. I'm going to play that. And the order's coming out. I'm really pumped for that. So I think I'll get it, but it'll probably, I probably won't even get to playing it for a little while now. But yeah, it looks like a fun game, and I like Kirby games. And yeah. The art style. The art style's cool. It's like yeah. they keep experimenting with, with, with Kirby. Well, with Epic Yarn was the last Wii game. Yes, it was. Which I haven't opened. I, can't, I don't want to open it, but I want to play it, but I'm like, uh, seal it. So let's make a prediction. What's the prediction? The next Yoshi game is going to be like Clay Yoshi. Clay Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah. Clay Yoshi. Clay yeah. Yoshi. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, because yeah, Yoshi copied like, like Clay Fighters. Yeah, a very epic game from the nineties. <laughs> <90s. laughs>
I lost. I was in a big tournament for clay fighters, and I lost the first round. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so the game I'm hyped for. I was going to talk about a different game, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say that for another episode. Yeah. Because I saw the trailer to Persona Five, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you the trailer because you. I assume you have not seen it. No. Nope. I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, so that was that was a trailer. So what do you think? I don't know. It seems like a game that takes a long time to play. Yes, you don't know anything about Persona then. No, Persona f- games are brutally long. So Persona Three regular playthrough takes about eighty some hours. I have not beaten Persona Three yet. I, I played. I started playing it after four. I, I have about thirty hours in. Mm-hmm. Four for the Vita took me about sixty to seventy hours. <sighs> Persona Q, which I just beat for the 3DS, took me uh, seventy-one hours. I imagine Persona 5 will take as much time. The games are, are RPGs. You have party full of four, usually, three or four characters. Your characters summon demons, so your stats are based on, on demons. They generally take place during modern-day Japan. Usually there's another world, or in Persona 4 they go inside TVs into this alternate dimension. In Persona 3, there's something called Dark Hour, where between 12 and 1 or something like that, there's a hidden hour in the day. And then some demons come out. And some characters have a special ability to call what, to some what's called personas, which are like entities based on aspects of their personality. Or if you're the main character, you can just summon, you win demons and you, you get them in your party. Unlike other RPGs, though, you don't have like a huge world map where you're wandering around and stuff. So the game will go by, the, the games span a year. I haven't played one and two, so I think it's a bit different for those, but from three onwards. So every day will go by and you have things you can do in that day. You can talk to other players, have scenes with them, build relationships, not just romantic ones, but friends and stuff. The stronger your relationship with certain characters, the stronger their personas will be, and the stronger... If you create personas from that hierarchy, because they all have different hierarchies and stuff, uh, they'll get bonuses. So you, so the story basically takes place as you're living your life for a year in that area, plot. So in, in 4, there's like a mystery and stuff. And... Yeah, so it's an RPG, and, and you just have a day-by-day thing. You go into dungeons, fight. Well, they're not dungeons, but you go into other world. For, for the game purposes, they're dungeons. And yeah, when you're in those dungeons, it's a standard RPG. Uh, the stories are great. The character interactions are great. The leveling, it's a fun game. And just watching that trailer, you can tell right away how distinctive their art style is. They have a strong sense of graphics. The games look really good. That trailer. Yeah. So that's why I brought it up. And so, to, not to go on too much of a tangent, but just so you know a little bit about Persona. Yep. That trailer, it looked almost like they're a, like a superhero thing. Mm-hmm. They had masks and stuff. That was, so that's, I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. But yeah, it looks cool. What, what do you think, as a non-Persona fan, just looking at that trailer, what did you think? The animation looks really, really yeah, good. It, it and is. I like the, the 70s anime kind of vibe. It does there. have that going on, doesn't it? Yeah. Almost like a, a little bit of a, of a Sentai influence in a way, because they're trying to look like they're transforming into like, Masked heroes. You mean you remind me of, of Lupin? Okay, I've not watched it, but I, I I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, even the music kind of had like almost like a '70s '80s vibe yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks. I recommend. I'll link to the trailer in the description. Uh, I absolutely recommend it for non-Persona players out there who are interested in it. I started with four, so that's what I would recommend trying first. Uh, I don't recommend trying Persona Q first. Uh, four is great. I love the game. I, I if you had. A Sony system, I would recommend you play it. Okay. But you don't. I might start with the one that you just said. Not to. Four? Yeah. Oh, Q. Q. Three, yes. Okay, Persona Q is a fun game. There's not as many cutscenes in it, so you might enjoy it. But I feel like you won't get as much out of it, because it's, it, its cast is based on Persona 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. So you don't need that to play and enjoy the game, but you'll get more out of it if you've played those games. I see. But if you like dungeon crawlers, mm-hmm. it's fun. But just keep in mind that it's difficult and it takes a long time to beat. Okay. That's pretty much it for this episode. We we talked about a lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff. As usual, we went on tangents. But I do want to thank everyone out there who's listening and supporting the show. Please like and subscribe. We have a Facebook page and all that jazz, which you can find in our description and stuff. So, you know, if you like the show, let us know. If you don't, you can let us know if you want, but you know, <laughs> it, won't, it won't help my self-esteem any. But yeah, so until next time, this is Rob and... Thank you. And we'll see you later.